said, you motherfuckers is crazy. I said, I got to talk. I got to tell what I feel. I got to talk about my life as I see it. And now for our feature presentation. Heads up. Heads up. Here's another one. And a... And another one. Yeah, yeah. Why you all in my ear talking a whole bunch of shit that I ain't trying to hear? Get back, motherfucker, you don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker, you don't know me like that. Yeah, yeah. I ain't playing around. Make one boss move, I take it down. Get back, motherfucker, you don't know me like that. Get back, motherfucker, you don't know me like that. So, so, so come on, come on, don't. Swung on, swung on, it's the knick-knack, paddy-whack, steel riding Cadillacs, family off the street, made my homies put the baggies back, still stacking plaques, still action-packed, and dope, I keep it flipping like acrobats, that's why I pack a Mac, that'll crack a back, cause on my waist there's more heat than the shack attack, but I ain't speaking about bowling, bowling, just thinking about brawling, till y'all start bawling, we all in together now, birds of a feather now, just bought a plane, so we changing the weather now, so put Put your brakes on, caps, put your capes on, and knock off your block. Get dropped and have your face flown. Cause I'll prove it. Scratch off the music like, hey, little stupid, don't make me lose. It. Why you all in my ear talking a whole bunch of shit that I ain't trying to hear? Get back, motherfucker, you don't know me like that. All right, welcome back. Welcome back to another episode of Life As I See It, the podcast. I'm your host, Jers, a.k.a. Life As I See It, episode 136. Uh, we got Wolves in the building. We got C in the building. Shouts to Gerd and Rico Key. Uh, make sure everybody out there is subscribed to the pod on Apple, on Spotify, on YouTube, Patreon, wherever you can subscribe and listen to the podcast. Make sure y'all hit that button. Uh, make sure that y'all shopping for your candles, for your smell goods at LuxCollectionLLC.com. Um, so uh, I kind of want to start with some jokes today because uh, I woke up in the morning and I went to social media and and it was bright and early. Another uh, a worker at the airport got their ass beat. And uh, <laughs> it, was, it was hilarious. It was hilarious. My man was like, my man was like, he want more? He's like, he wants more. <laughs> oh my. But he, wasn't he like dodging it at first? So, so the video from, I saw two videos. The first one I saw was funnier than the second one. But basically, I don't know exactly, you know, what happened, but it looked like the the guy, he was like a heavy set dude. He um you just it just starts with them like arguing. And my man, the 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 worker, he worked for United and he just went up to him and like hit him. So he smacked him and then the the black dude was like, "Yo, y'all ain't see this shit." And then it, I guess it just clicked in his mind like, "Man, fuck that." So he stole off on him knocked him into like the little bin and then hit him again. And then he <laughs> fell, he fell over legs up in the air, the whole nine. The shit was hilarious. Like the sound effects were great. <laughs> and the black dude was like, he's like, I don't start shit. I finish shit. <laughs> so, okay. So he walked up and smacked the guy, the customer. Uh, yes. So the, I worker? Don't, the worker, Smack my man in the face. Yes. Oh my god. Now again, obviously that's just where the video picked up. So it obviously was some sort of dispute. 
who knows exactly when it exactly turned left because I saw another video that was a little bit longer. So the first video I saw maybe was like 50 something seconds. The second video I saw maybe was like a little bit over a minute. So it showed, it showed when my man, the, uh, the customer, he was like swinging at him a couple times and he missed, he was missing. And then you saw the, uh, the worker smack him. It still looked like the worker like started it. He definitely was in the wrong, um, from what I saw, but, uh, it was crazy, like bright and early in the morning. United Airlines. What's what crazy is the lady just moved her bag out the way. <laughs> like, it just as, let him do it. As she should have. What the hell she was going to do? <laughs> no, I'm just laughing. Like, because, you know, usually white people are like, you know, startled. Wow. She was like, ah, let me just move my bag out the way and let them do it. <laughs> yeah, that shit was funny. He was like, he wants more? <laughs> so, um, you know, keep your hands to yourself. We say it all of the time. I mean, just just keep your hands to yourself, people. Oh, he bleeding too. But how you um, like, how does this happen though? <laughs> like, <laughs> that's what I'm trying to figure out. Like a lot of these times, these fights happen, and I get confused as to like how it got this far. Like, how did it escalate? Right. To you smacking a customer, and right. then. Y'all throwing hands and you leaking at the end. Oh, and legs up at legs up in the air after the smack and punch is crazy. <laughs> like he fell over the cart. <laughs> Sound effects crazy. <laughs> Nigga was mad wobbly and still was trying to like his pride. He his pride meter was broken clearly because oh, that should that should have been the moment when. He realized, oh shit, I done fucked up. Maybe I should lay on the ground a little longer. But no, his pride kicked right on in and he wanted more. <laughs> Isn't like, this something that you just shouldn't have done? Clearly. You ain't got no balance. You ain't got no hands. Like, <laughs> and now you ain't got no job. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm positive he got fired. <laughs> ain't nobody come and help him. Well, you see the black lady, the black lady that worked there eventually after after he got smacked up a couple of times, because, you know, we probably yeah. she probably she probably let him get his ass beat because he probably yeah, was in the wrong. She probably did. She but after, like him. after a while, she was like, OK, that's enough. That's enough. Stop. That's enough. And you hear the customer saying, like, look, you're you're this is an airport employee and he assaulted me. I don't care what y'all talking about. Like and then the video cuts off. But um, yeah, man, keep your hands to yourself. You know what I mean? Keep your hands to the cell because he got Kung Fu Kenny. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't understand why you why you even take it that far. I never thought that it would that they would take it this far. <laughs> that worker though, like you don't even at that part in the airport. I'm not even mad at like when I go to the airport and I get to the gate, the ticket gate, or even if I do go to the ticket gate, right? I'm not even mad at. How that could part. you be upset at angry. that point? Yeah, at that I'm point. I'm mad at TSA by the time I get there. Right, that's when well, I, you got to take your shit off and off. Me off. Now check it. I, you know, me personally, I went ahead and I just paid for everything. Give me. Give me pre-check, give me clear, mm -hmm. give me, give me all of the everything. Cause I want I want this to be as smooth of a process as possible. Like Yeah, because that's wealth. That's that's you. You got wealth. Come on, and don't so, do that. The people who, <laughs> 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 that's regular, 
Life is easy. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll pay for the wealthiest experience <laughs> I could possibly have. <laughs> so I would not have to deal with this peasantry. I would never, yeah, I would never be under this type of pressure. <laughs> this would never happen to me. This type of pressure, please. <laughs> I pray for convenience. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> His vacation started at the clear check because that's what he was like. Nope, not getting stressed out. <laughs> Pre check, clear all day. Give me all of those. I'm on vacation. Oh, snap. Oh, so snap. you have the absolute best flying experience ever. <laughs> and the regular people who don't. Um, what we do is we go through TSA. <laughs> so when we go through TSA, we get uh, Jerry's getting mimosas before he, I mean, get I like his style. Yo, <laughs> the, funny, the funny shit is, though, I shit. do, though. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely get the complimentaries. <laughs> Let me give you a tip. You working hard. There you go. <laughs> oh man, yeah, crazy. But that's what I'm like. I'm not even stressed at the gate. I'm stressed in TSA where I got a lot of shit to do and I got to like take off stuff, and it's just a whole experience that I hate. Yeah, that's why I get stressed at. So and I don't like fighting them. And it seems like the TSA workers always got an attitude, right? Like they always be mad. Oh my god, they are always. Unhappy. Y'all know, y'all know what uh, airport this is, right? I do not. American? But is it Newark? Oh, you just the airport. Some more, some more Jerseyness for you. Some more good old Jersey activity for you. Wait, that's Newark Airport? As I live and breathe. <laughs> 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 I never understood why that. Why that's the response? But well, that's just hilarious to me. <laughs> oh my I, god, Jaunter. I said, I live and breathe. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, Jersey, so this definitely you makes might. sense. Way this more makes sense. sense now that Way it's, it's in Newark. I get it. I get the context. I get why they fought at the gate. Now, <laughs> I don't even need no more, nothing else. Nope. I get it. Yo, they, uh, they actually deemed Newark Airport the worst airport in america um and it, it appears that way because yo man north you gotta LaGuardia. get there LaGuardia, LaGuardia. Well, yeah well LaGuardia is better than jfk though it is but what's the one that's never finished is that LaGuardia or is that jfk the one that is always like it just they've been working on it for 15 years <laughs> at least that's at least 15. that's LaGuardia, right uh, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Thing, right? I don't know because I see. I, I if I fly out of New York or into New York, um, I'll do Laguardia over JFK, but mainly because yeah. they're both in Queens. But I'll do Laguardia because a lot of times their flights be cheaper. So yeah, so then it's probably them because I never fly into Newark. I, I avoid all costs. Um, <laughs> I flew in there one time. <laughs> I flew from there one time, and I just was like, I'm never doing this again. And so I'd rather go to New York than to do that yeah so north north that be sounds out of control. About right. because like you know how they say like they encourage people to get there like two hours early you got to throw another two hours on top of that if you, find you out really of have to get there two hours early yes you do you really like, do 
It's 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 really bad. Like I remember one time, I if I didn't have the intuition to just like ask somebody if I could cut, I would have been late, and I still had to run. Like I was, I and I was there on time. So look, I was there about two two and a half hours early. I get there, <laughs> the line is just wild long, moving super duper All slow. The time. Like downstairs before you even go up the escalator, it was a line on the escalator. Like what? Escalator not even working. It's a line on the escalator. I'm like, what the hell? So I got all the way upstairs and then it was time, you know, I was in line to like go through TSA, not even get to TSA yet. I'm still in line. Let's say my flight left at one o'clock. It's probably like, shit, it's, I don't know. It was close. Whatever it was, it was nearing the cutoff. So Luckily, I asked one of the workers, I was like, yo, look, my flight leaves such and such a time. She was nice enough, which is a rarity. <laughs> she was nice enough to open the, you know, you got the little rope thing. She opened that, let me cut through. And I went through the TSA line like that. And then still after that, I, yo, I took my shoes off. I was one of them dudes running through the airport like OJ in, in the 70s. Like, <laughs> I took my sneakers off. I'm running through the airport, spinning, juking and shit. I'm like, damn, I still got it. I made my flight. <laughs> you always feel good when it, when your efforts are not like in vain. Like, cause I would have been tight you if do. I would have been, if I would have been winded and missed my flight, like I would have been pissed. <laughs> it would have been. It would have been some shit that, like, you know, my thing is, it would have been to the point to where as though I probably wouldn't have just gave up. I probably would never have caught that plane, Jers. Um, just because nah, I'm not I had doing to, all that. I had, I, I, I don't know. I probably had to go to work. It was, it was, it was a lot going on that day. It was something that you. No, I get it. It was yeah. something that you had to do, but I probably would have just gave up. Yeah. Because. <laughs> I would have been like, this is some bullshit. Like I was I've, given, I've given up plenty of times. Like in Atlanta airport, I've given up and said, you know what? I'm gonna just um catch the next one because yeah, Atlanta's no too way. big. Atlanta airport too big to be running around. There's no way. There, LAX, <laughs> I've given up in LAX too. Yeah. I've given up a couple places because I'm just like, this is just not gonna happen. And I'm not, I'm not gonna make it. I'm never gonna make it. Like running and doing all that shit. And then you got bags. Like how you? Well, no, nah, I just had. I think. Stupid. I think that I might have just had a book bag. So, and I, nothing really be in my book bag like that. It'd be like little light shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> it's what 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 the nigga Will Smith says for the look. I don't light it. Nigga Will Smith said a lot of stuff. Yes, he did. We gonna leave him out of this because yeah, (laughs) let that man be. No, he still got got his job though. He got enough. Yeah, but he got turmoil in his household, so we gonna move on from that one. (laughs) (laughs) But look, I do like in the spirit of uh, talking about like the airport and airlines and stuff like that. So there is uh, something called a real ID which is like your regular license, but it's going to be like something called the mm-hmm. real ID, which everybody's going to be required to have it by 2023 um, to, in order to fly. Now, if you don't have the real ID, I think you'll still be able to use your passport if your passport you know, is still valid. But if you don't have a passport, you're absolutely going to have to have the real ID in order to fly domestically. So um, I was actually on the phone with my man a couple of weeks ago, and he's way ahead of the game. He was at DMV getting his real ID. I'm like, damn, 
Um, but I mean, we are going to have to do it eventually. So uh, I just want to put that out there for people who may not know. Um, and it's just another way for them to track us and, <laughs> and have us in the grid. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you can't avoid but it. But that's so stupid. I already have a real ID. It's called a driver's license. <laughs> like, how many freaking identification? Well, it is your it is your driver's <laughs> license. But it's it's a different type of uh not lamination, but um like uh some shit on there, like you know what I'm saying? It, it's a different type oh, of so like barcode your... or something. Oh, okay, because I was gonna say I ain't got time to be carrying around all these identifications. Oh no, 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 no. it's but... no, it's your license, it's your license, but oh, it's just gonna okay. be a different upgraded version of it that's gonna have some a type little of hologram or something yeah. on top of your life. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Little piece that pop up that they see when they put it under a light or something. I so, got you. got uh y'all got 12 months to get y'all shit together. <laughs> I ain't getting it. I'm gonna wait till the last minute to get it. I'm about to say, oh, you getting it. <laughs> no, I know I you ain't I know you ain't hitting the road for all your trips. <laughs> yeah, I ain't man. I'm look, you I gotta pay for plane tickets for the little one now. So uh I know I get it, but uh you might want to visit. Saying. You might want to visit your people out on the West Coast. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you damn sure ain't hopping on my... the road. Oh, no, nah, I'm not doing that. Nah, <laughs> nah, I, I got my passport still. So I, right. I, I'll work some way around it until I get time. Because that DMV is just stupid. Like, Yeah. And the other thing, just speaking about when I was on the phone with my man and he was at the DMV, um, you know, this kind of brings me to this in like all industries. You have an appointment for something. It's just like a formality. That shit don't mean nothing. That man had an appointment. Like the doctor's office. Yeah, he had an appointment and still waited another 45 minutes. Like, what? Why did I make an appointment? And why did you tell me that this was the best course you of action? Had to. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's crazy, mm-hmm. man. Because the doctors, they they look at them and they just like, oh, well, they could do it. We could do it too. The thing is, it's just like they just schedule y'all all like 15 minutes apart from each other. And then they just have a big clusterfuck because exactly. it, a lot of the times half of the stuff that they need to do should take 15 minutes. But people move slow. They're incompetent and they don't like doing their job. Right. So they don't make the adjustment. The Instead of them telling you or having a text message system saying, hey, guess what? Your appointment is going to run behind. Give you time to do something for yourself, mm-hmm. but you still just got to wait in the office the whole time. America's right. really effed up, yo. It really don't is. Don't care about time. Because think about it, right? Let's say, again, I, I don't know why I'm stuck on this one o'clock, but let's say you got a one o'clock appointment. You got a one o'clock appointment. You might leave your house 30 minutes early so that you can be there on time. But yep. now the shit done ran 45 minutes over before they even start. And then your appointment might take 25 minutes because they're going to come in, they're going to take your vitals, and then you're going to sit in the, the damn doctor's office for another 10, 15 minutes before they come back and do whatever it is they got to do. So now it, it's it's 3.30. <laughs> <laughs> you can go back to work. Now you're late. Now you lost your damn job. You done lost your job at the doctor's office. You can't even go to the doctor's and have a job. It's fucked up, yeah. And you can't go to the doctor without insurance, and you nope. can't pay for insurance without a job. <laughs> <laughs> All of that stuff. Yeah. Oh, America. The scam. The scam. Probably while my man pieced him up. They probably had an appointment and niggas ain't. 
bringing him in all the time or something. <laughs> that definitely like an appointment. I'm here, you niggas bullshitting ass flipping right there. I hope that looks good. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, snap. That is hilarious. <laughs> yeah, you made me late ass whooping. <laughs> no, no, no. A couple of people who need that. I understand that. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, man. So, uh, it was Braves, Braves versus Fade. Got that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> So in the spirit of ass whoopings, I got to be a good sport. No pun intended. My Mavs are getting their ass handed to them in the, in the Western Conference Finals. And um, I still think we'll at least get a game. But uh, it's nah. definitely. Wait, see, relax, relax. Please. I thought that you wasn't going to talk about it at all. But since you I know, were but, talk about but, it. but but your team, we just going to please. OK, like, let me live. I'm not, I'm not live. saying anything. I told you we were going <laughs> to lose. I was I had the hope. Mm, mm, mm. But when that nigga started rolling around on the ground because he got hit with a face mask on, I was like, oh, this is bad. This is not for last. <laughs> like, what is wrong with you? You're big ass. Anyway, I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, look, but, Steph, Steph Curry is him. I mean, we knew that. You know what I'm saying? And I and I never thought that this was going to be a walk in the park anyway. <laughs> um, and what really did it for me was when we <laughs> lost game two because we they blew us out game one, but then game two, yeah. we came out and we was busting ass. For three quarters. And then once we lost yeah. the lead in the fourth quarter and we lost, I'm like, nah, we can't fuck with them. Because if they can do that, if they can be down a dub and still beat us, it's over. Like, it's over. But, you know, I think Luca and the team, you know, they got to take their lumps. Like, you know what I'm saying? He's still young. It happens to the best of them. Like, you you don't, you, everybody goes through those periods where you can't go get over the hump. This is first time even getting this far. Shout out to Jason Kidd because, you know, it's definitely a result of culture. Um, mm-hmm. And, you know, I mean, we'll be back next year, uh, hopefully. But uh, it's definitely over. It's that de- It was a good run. Um, and like I said yeah. before, I had predicted outside of my team going, because you got to root for your team until it's over. So yeah. I predicted that Golden State, if my team didn't win it, Golden State was going to win it all anyway. And I still see it that way. Um, mm-hmm. Now, you still have the Boston and Miami series, and you got Miami... Well, at the time of this recording, um, Miami is up 2-1 over Boston. I personally like Boston, um, mm-hmm. but I think that if if Miami wins game four, then that series is over, too. It's over. Well, yeah. I mean, I wanted to see Boston and, um, you know, Golden State. I wanted to see, you know, the two light-skinned assassins go uh, head-to-head. <laughs> <laughs> but I believe Golden State is just going to take it. Uh, whoever it is, Jimmy ain't going to stop it, even if it is Miami. Um, Golden State got something to prove right now. And it's not just Steph. It's the whole team. Yeah. It's their bench. Mm-hmm. It's who they um, use and and how they use in these, like how they use in these boys and how they like just playing. It's, it's exciting to watch. I personally don't really watch the East games like that because none of them were as exciting as the West Coast games. It was a more high scoring, more action, and it just like was more jam packed for me to uh, to look at. But yeah, it's a wrap for Dallas. It was a good run, and I mean, yeah, they yo, the good. callback is crazy. <laughs> like you can put mad sauce on that shit. <laughs> What the fuck? <laughs> Can I live? I already. Like, I want yeah, nigga, it's a bat. 
Yeah, fucking trash. Like, damn. I didn't say y'all was trash. <laughs> I didn't want to say it at first, but I, I, I knew it was going to be a, a, a nice little sweep situation. I don't even think they get one game because... No, nah, we're going to get a game. We'll get a game. I don't think well, so. The uh, way I, that... The way that they playing, the way that Golden State is playing is like, we not, we need to relax. Like we got shit to do like, and we just going to let the East do their thing, but we about to beat them real quick and, and have some time off and then go get our chip. Well, here's the thing, right? Um, the only reason outside of us, um, outside of me thinking that we can get at least one game at home is uh, at the end of the last game, Steph was like, you know, yeah, it's great to be up, you know, 3-0, and now we get to play with house money the next game. So to me, what that says is maybe we get to take a game off and, you know what I'm saying, and, and then we'll close it out at home because it ain't nothing maybe. like winning at home. So that's the only reason why, why I say that. I, you know, I'd be feeling like teams be wanting to win it, win it at home. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, so. or like, you know, relax and they don't got to play as hard. And then they could just be like, all right, we'll just get the next one. Because they've, yeah. they, they, they've been there too many times. And that's what I've said about Golden State. I mean, their core was together from their championship dynasty. And they've just been there too many times. They've been in those situations too many times. They got the experience. And they know what to do and what it takes. You know what I'm saying? They know how to push through. Um, so I do want to ask this question. Um, how much do y'all attribute their greatness to Steve Kerr. Is he that good of a coach? Because the same, Eric Spolster got the same type of, uh, you know, criticism in Miami and saying, is it really him running the show or was it really LeBron and them Pat doing Ryan. anything? So, Wolves, what but do you Pat think? Pat Riley's there too. Well, Pat Riley's the owner, so, you know. Yeah, I mean, I'm just, but he was also, you know, um, a very, like, one of, one of the greatest coaches of all time in my right, book. Right, right, right. So, it's not just, Eric's supposed to just like, you know, like coaching. I, I'm not saying he's not a good coach, but I'm also saying you have that influence of Pat Riley in Miami. Mm -hmm. so, so, so Wolves, what do you think um, in terms of Steve Kerr? Do you think it's more attributed to Steve Kerr and how he's able to, you know, lead his team? Or do you think the players are really kind of doing their thing more? I think it's a mixture, but like Steve, Steve is a, you know, I think player coaches, like, they have a high percentage of understanding the players more and having a bond, creating a bond with them versus, like, the current coaches. See, like, coaches back in the day didn't give a fuck if you were making a million or 20 million. Like, they'd sit your ass down if you're doing some bullshit. Right. To the point, to this day and age, I don't see niggas, I don't see nobody sitting LeBron down if he's having a bad game, unless he sits himself down. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Well, so, LeBron is not a good example because LeBron does what he wants. Ain't nobody telling him nothing. So you kind of got to get <laughs> you got to you got to use somebody else. I mean, but Jimmy do what he want because they had a fight. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Every team has a LeBron. Mm -hmm. Every team has a, has a person that whatever they say, you know what I mean? You know what I mean, that's what I'm saying. So the coaches that I say that to say not to get off track. I say that it's a 50-50. It's a you know what I'm saying? Because Curry, Curry, um, Steph damn near benched himself when he wasn't clicking on all cylinders. He's like, Yo, you know what? Y'all moving right now. Go ahead, do y'all. If I get back into the fold, cool. If not, I don't think if Camelo and one of them wasn't clicking, and you would have said, Yo, I think y'all, I don't think that would have worked for, for um, that type of player. It's also the players, too, man, that have they genuinely care about the team versus the stat. 
as some players, let's be honest, they care about that stat more than the team. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of what happened with Westbrook and the Lakers and all them people over there. But I kind of feel like it's both too, but more so, um, I think I would attribute it to the players than the coach because they were a winning team. They were cultivated to win, you know, before he even got there, before they won like their first championship, like back in the day. So they were put together, not, and not all these people were there, but just like the majority, like the Draymond and the Clay and the Curry or whatever, they were there and the Andre Godawa. You saying with Mark Jackson? Yeah, I'm saying with, I always Mark take it back. Jackson. I always <laughs> take okay, it back to him. No, you're good. I always take it back to him because I'm just like, he is the one who, you know, set the foundation for this. And he had the vision to see how this could work. And a lot of the times when you try to put these teams together, you kind of miss the organic chemistry that you could build up and make to be a championship team. And that's what I think a lot of those teams were missing. Like that organic chemistry that, okay, we grind together to get there. So we know each other's strengths and weaknesses, and we know how to work around it to be a all-around better team. And that's what Golden State has. Yeah. They just know each other. I agree. They don't get no more. Yeah. They don't get no more. Word. Um, so, um, you know, the playoffs um, have been real for me. but uh, it's, They're about it's, to be boring as hell this I know, right? When you get year. that, yeah, that that little pocket of time where ain't nothing but baseball on, like that is just ain't baseball. USFL, though. You don't like the USFL? I haven't, I haven't given it a chance, and I don't know when it comes on or what channel or nothing. But I honestly haven't even considered even watching. To be perfectly honest, we got, we got a team called the Gamblers. I know they got the Jersey Generals, right? The Jersey Generals, I want to say the Las Vegas Gamblers or something. I'm Las Vegas that's, Gamblers? But you know what? That's a good name. Maybe that makes Tennis sense. Gambling, that's marketing out the ass. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that make, that's a great name. That's much better. I mean, no disrespect, Bulls. Plus, I just got there. But that's much better than, like, the Raiders or, or anything like that. Like, it makes sense for the city. You know what I'm saying? Like, the Las Vegas Gamblers. That. Matter of fact, every Matt, that should be their mascot for every team. College, Little League, <laughs> AAU. <laughs> the little gamblers. I don't, know, I don't know if it's the Las Vegas, but I do know they got a team called the Gamblers. I forgot what city. So it's like whatever city, the Gamblers. Well, you know I what? Oh I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to put the petition in for that to be Las Vegas exclusively. Because, <laughs> damn it, that's right. That is right and exact. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny but no i haven't watched um and i'm probably not gonna watch i'm sorry i'm probably not gonna do it um but yeah it's nothing else really on after the nba finals is over like you said you got basketball i mean you got baseball um and i do like baseball but it's not nowhere near exciting as the other sports basketball and football um so watch baseball on uh, TV. The Houston Gamblers, pardon me. Ah, boo. <laughs> they got New Orleans, New Orleans Breakers. That's trash, too. That's trash. 
New no, Orleans. I ain't watching that shit though. Boobs. I'm not. I'm not watching. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like, that shit. I don't care what they call. It. I ain't you're really excited me to watch that. I don't care. Yeah, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. Um. Oh, so see, uh, I never. Well, <laughs> I got to proceed with caution. First, let me let me ask: Did you, in any way, shape, or form? Uh, listen to any of the Kendrick Lamar new album. <laughs> <laughs> this is funny. Um, All things um, not too late. <laughs> um, I have a, a situation where as though I cannot enjoy music like that. So I listen to some of the songs that I was told to listen to and then I'll be able to enjoy music when I'm like in the car by myself. A lot of the times I can't enjoy it because there's somebody in the background talking and by that somebody, I mean a little person that I can't enjoy. <laughs> and I feel like <laughs> I rarely, rarely have time to sit down and enjoy an album. I haven't even enjoyed Pusha T's out. Like, you know, so I've only heard the first track and that was for Hamilton. I haven't even heard the full track with Jay-Z. <laughs> I have it. <laughs> so, yeah, this is my life. All right. <laughs> I heard one future, well, two future songs. Um, and I heard two two Kendrick songs, and that's it. All right. Well, we're going to just move right along and uh, keep it pushing. Um, I heard it was a good album. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we spoke about it last week. I was just trying to get your take. But, uh, I, I mean, we like it. I like it. I think that... Um, you know, some people be gassing it a little bit and, you know, people be jumping out the window saying classic and all of that. Like, I don't, I'm not ready to stamp it that, but uh, I do, I did enjoy it. And I do understand people's reservations towards it as well, because it's, it's reminiscent of To Pimp a Butterfly. So you know how people didn't like that album. It's like, it's one of those. So it's an acquired taste. So you're not going to like the whole thing, but I think it's something up there for everybody. And me personally. Yeah, because I didn't I it. like it at first. And I didn't like the hype around to Pimp a Butterfly. And I didn't like where everybody was like, oh my God, it's the greatest. So whatever, whatever. I didn't run to that at first. But then I went back and I listened to Pimp a Butterfly and I appreciated it. Wait, hold on real quick, because you just <laughs> you just reminded me of some more funny shit. Um, so I'm actually gonna play this clip right now for y'all. Um, because this is hilarious, and I just want to say. Rest in peace, Kevin Samuels. The fact that Martin Luther King is the man that fought for freedom or the fact that he was cheating on his wife. That is triggering. Yeah, for oh, sure. Well, I'm a good dad. You're not a good dad because you don't respect me. How the fuck you show me these kids you a good father and you don't respect their mother? You're not a great dad, my nigga. No. You're doing too much. I mean, I'm serious. I mean, she sounds like a, like a, like a turkey. Listen to that. Sis, you're an entertainer. Very good one. But it's not like, you know, in times of national emergency, the world, the, the country turns and says, what's, what's going on on Wild and Out? What's B. Simone saying? All it takes for you to come down to reality, B. Simone, is one wrong post. You are one viral video away, one in internet canceling away from being back at Forever 21 selling shit. Okay, 
So, um, <laughs> Kevin Samuel. First of all, that was rude because you said I remind you of her. So, <laughs> no, I said that. I I did say that a little bit, but not really. <laughs> yes, I be talking, remind you of her. <laughs> Damn. My bad, but not really. But kind of. Sometimes, a little bit, allegedly. <laughs> Sometimes, more times than not. <laughs> um, but so, all right. So that's B. Simone talking about um, Kevin Samuels, and first and foremost, and what's the re- what's the relationship there? Because I'm a little ignorant to that. Is there any relationship? Is that his daughter? Is that like I don't understand? What's going on? Somebody help me. Kevin Samuels is whose mom? What What'd you say? I mean, who daddy? No. So, all right, the clip we just played, right? She was she was talking as if like that was her dad and he was a deadbeat dad to her. No, I think she was saying it like in just like you're, they were talking about. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, no, my bad. I was just saying they was talking more on a perspective like baby fathers, right? Or fathers, good dads. Yeah. It was her dad or whatever. Okay. All right. Cool. Um, because that threw me off a little bit. I didn't think so, but I was like, uh, maybe I don't know. Um, but so beats a moment for people who may not know is a comedian and I don't find her to be funny. Um, I went to the no cap tour, um, a few weeks ago, a month ago, whatever it was. And, you know, that's the 85 South show. Um, and she was, I think she might've been the opening act. It was either her. I think she was the opening act. She was trash. She actually was the worst oh one on God. the on no, it's true. And that that's like that's not even me trying to talk shit. Like I'm literally like me and Shorty was sitting there, like, yo, she's not funny. Like we was dis- we it was one of those moments where it's like, yo, if this is how this shit gonna be, I'm mad we paid for these tickets. Like it was like that. <laughs> like, but then it made a lot more sense that she was the opening act because it got better and better um after she got off the damn stage. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> These are facts. Very bad. Make you make you start looking in your pocket like, did I buy the right? <laughs> <laughs> what time does your start <laughs> Yeah, I was two for one tonight or something. That shit was crazy. And I will also yeah. say what I didn't what I didn't like was Michael Blackston ended up being the closer that night, and he was trash too. So the opener was trash, the closer was trash, and everybody in between was hilarious. <laughs> So, mm-hmm. yeah, but Michael Blackson was not funny at all. But getting back to her, uh, she's a comedian who I don't find to be that funny. So when I see different clips of her online, I always seem to see her in like a lot of drama. Like she's always on some toxic shit. Like um, I don't really got a deep dive on her because I don't know much about her. But like I said, anytime I see her, she's always in the mix for something toxic. And it's like, man, you're not even funny. So you should probably go practice and worry about your craft before you start referring to, <laughs> you know, talking about everybody else. That's just my take on B. Simone. Um, do you, are you familiar with her work? Are either of y'all familiar with like her comedy or anything? No. No. I just know her on some IG shit. Yeah. Transition into like a comedian. And then the last time I even heard about her is when she was selling, um, to be like close friends, she was letting people buy 
Yeah, something she, like she that. That's song. what I'm saying. It's always some drama attached to her name. So, and that was really well, honestly. She's been wilding out too. So yeah. that's the only thing I've seen her on. Yeah, whatever. Um, yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but like I said, recipes Kevin Samuels because he was spot on with that. That was hilarious. And um, you know, for what people had to say about him negatively, I'll just counter that with positive things because a lot of what he said although it might have been controversial um i think it was more so the delivery that people had a problem with because i don't think he really was so far off in you know his positions a lot of times um and a lot i did agree with i didn't agree with everything but um i just thought that was an interesting funny clip so it was um, definitely his delivery <laughs> yeah yeah but I, I, you know, I, I like, I preferred that type of approach, but I understand why that's not the most popular. Lord, <laughs> forgive me for this brash delivery. <laughs> brash delivery. Right. But I, I remember, remember vividly. vividly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it is. And that's what you get. But that's why I'm just like, I don't, you know, I yeah. don't really take too much heat into it. A lot of people, I think, get caught up in how you say things a lot of the times rather than mm -hmm. what you're trying to say. Yeah, I have a problem with that as well. So yeah. a lot of people say I'm mean, and the way I say things are mean, and I'm just like, what? Like I get so confused. So I kind of understood what he was saying, and I was just like, and he's not a relationship expert. Like y'all want him to talk sweet? Like what is wrong? Like come on. <laughs> right, right. So right. I mean, I understood him on a different level too, and I thought he was hilarious. So yeah. whatever. Um. So in the in. <laughs> On you know keeping it comedy, um, Cat Williams had a new stand-up special on Netflix that's out right now, um, mm. and I I clicked it because I fuck with Cat um, exactly, but mm -mm, that one didn't hit for me either. Although, so I fell asleep on it, right? I did fall asleep, and then mm -hmm. I woke up like towards the end. <laughs> so uh, the very beginning. Um, really wasn't that funny. It was a couple hee hee ha ha moments, but it really wasn't that funny. I dozed off and then I woke up towards the end. Um, and I did see um one of the jokes that he made, which was kind of funny because it did make sense when he was talking about how um, and I don't want this to sound like I'm biting off of uh Joey and them because they made the same point on their podcast, but I did find it to be interesting as well when he was talking about the the wing shortage, the chicken wing shortage. <laughs> and he was like, yo, y'all just listen to anything at spoiler alert. Y'all just listen to anything and everything that people say and you don't question it. They went out and told y'all that there was a chicken wing shortage and nobody never said that there was a shortage on chickens. And then on top of that, they made y'all buy into the fact that we're going to now call wing stop thigh stop. And he was like, <laughs> Every chicken I've ever known got two wings and two thighs. <laughs> <laughs> so how the hell is there a wing shortage and not a chicken shortage? Which I thought was, it was funny, but it's interesting because people wasn't like up in arms. They just accepted it. And it just goes to people, mm -hmm. people just accept things, yo. They don't be thinking. Like critical thinking is a lost art these days. Like, you know what I'm saying? Nobody thinks for themselves. They're, everybody's group thinking. Everybody goes with the majority. And it's, it's pretty sad to see. It's pretty sad to see. So I thought that that was funny, but um, like I said, I, I didn't, I didn't think this was his uh his best effort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I do fuck with Cat Wolves. Did you catch any of it? Did you see it? Any of it at all? No, I ain't seen none of it. Yeah, 
Uh, I know, see, you said you saw a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you know, teach his own, you know, comedy and art in general is one of those subjective things. So who knows? But it definitely wasn't it wasn't one of those ones for me. But see, I know you said you saw a little bit of it, too. And what was your takeaway? Yeah, the initial thing, like, you know, like, OK, because um, did Joey and I'm saying that they seen the whole thing? Uh, I, I don't they didn't really even go fully into it. They were saying that they liked it. So that's a whole nother thing. OK, but. because the chicken joke is one of the first jokes that was told. So I'm just trying to see if somebody because I know we all didn't see the whole thing because I didn't see the whole thing. Right. You didn't and see the whole thing. And um, I think Keith said he didn't watch the whole thing. So if all they have to do, if all they're taking, like, out of all his jokes, if they're just taking the one in the beginning and there's no <laughs> more notable jokes. Right. It's safe to say this might, might have not been a hit. Yeah. <laughs> not like how it, how it usually is. There's more than one joke that you reference to. There would have been a whole bunch of, you know, things to go back on. Um, but I would say, and maybe that was the most noticeable one or notable one or whatever. Um, he called he called uh, Wendy Williams Sasquatch. I thought that was hilarious. It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of messed up. She called her stray. <laughs> but, I mean, <laughs> at the end of the day, I thought that I probably need to watch it again because I didn't finish it. So I'm going to try to watch it again and see how I, uh, see how it goes. Make right. sure I got a lot of energy. So I stay up and watch it. Yeah. But I did turn it off and start watching Lincoln Lawyer. That's good. <laughs> and 61st Street. Do y'all watch that? Never heard of it. Oh, my God. It is so good. I just seen the episode right before I started talking to y'all. That's why I asked. 61st, 61st Street? Street? What is that about? It's about, it, I think it's, it's, it's Chicago. And it's about a guy. He was a track star. He, um used to run track his name well he used to run track his name is Moses and he was like the fastest person he was like a like a high school phenom and I think he was on his way to college and he ended up getting caught in some drama oh you and know what is that on AMC yeah I I haven't seen it but I heard somebody talking about that um and they did say it was good yeah and he he gets locked up in the um What's uh Courtney B. Vance, Angela Bassett husband is in it. Um, the lady that was uh I forget her name, and I'm so sorry, lady. Um <laughs> I'm sorry, lady. <laughs> yeah, it's like I'll do something. It's it's an exotic name, and I can't think of it right now. But she uh played Venus and Serena's mom. Oh, She's uh okay. in the yeah. uh, movie. Okay. King Richard. <laughs> she plays in it too. Yeah, it's really, really good. I like that. And um, it just shows like how corrupt the police are in Chicago and everything. And then they got that other show, The Wire, the fake yeah, wire. We own we own this city. Yeah. Have you seen it? Watching that. I've seen the first two episodes. I didn't see the uh, third one yet. So I haven't um I have to really get into it. Like, cause when I was trying to watch it, I was home. It was a lot going on, dogs running around, like it was a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it was a lot. So uh I couldn't focus. But uh, I do want to see that because they look like they get straight to the shits in that too. Like mm-hmm. I, I kind of saw like maybe the first 20 minutes or so. Um, but I definitely got to give that a, a, a legit shot because, you know, I fuck with uh, a lot of those actors in there too. I had to give it a shot because it started off slow. But then I was like, all right, 
you know, let me watch the whole episode. And then at the end of the first episode is when they start getting with the shit. Because at first I didn't understand what was going on. But yeah, it's it's, it's a wire reboot, but it's a, right. this generation look right. like. Yeah. And I, you know, whatever. Um, but there are some, there are some, some decent shows and some decent options uh, that are out, you know. Now, the only thing that is kind of crazy, I feel like it's, it's a trick. Like, they, they tricked us into believing that we didn't need cable, but we pay for all these fucking subscriptions. So by the time you add up HBO, Netflix, Hulu, uh, AMC, or whatever, you know what I'm Paramount. saying? Paramount. Paramount. Uh, uh, what's the other shit? Uh, the NBC shit, Peacock. Like, oh, by the yeah, time you by the time you add all of this shit up, it's probably paying out to a, a cable bill. So I think we've kind of been duped once again. America wins again. Damn it. And you got to buy Wi-Fi still. You can't just have all these apps. Website, I'm on free 99. You hear me? All that shit. Well, <laughs> well, let's be clear. Let's be clear. I got the I got the flim flam too now. But I'm just saying, <laughs> everybody don't got the flim flam. Some people go ahead and buy because they don't yeah. know how to, you know what I mean? So I'm just saying conceptually, it's the same idea because $10.99, $8.99, that should add up. <laughs> it sure do. It sure do. I do I pay for HBO Max. All my subscriptions. I do pay for HBO Max. So, and that's have, like. And that's a bill. Yeah, that's HBO $15. Max is gas. Gas. <laughs> That's what yeah. HBO. That's a gas bill, like freaking yeah. every month, fifteen dollars. You know how much that is a year. That'll you niggas do. is crazy. So <laughs> I, I do it sparingly. Like I'll try to wait until all the stuff is done. Then I'll go in and I'll watch it all at once, and then I'll be satisfied. So you get your money's worth, yeah. Yeah, because I'm not about to sit here and do this with y'all. Y'all got me effed up. Like I got a whole <laughs> bunch of stuff to pay for. I got Disney Plus out the ass. I got, <laughs> I got all this stuff. Hella, got hella, ba- hella baby shark in the crib. <laughs> but Disney Plus, though, I'm going to tell you, I mean, Disney Plus is kind of for me, too. I like Disney. So I ain't even going to host <laughs> Not on the website I'm on. <laughs> Word. Yeah, no, nah, I, do, I do got um the Hulu Plus shit that come with the ESPN Plus and the... Um, I think Disney Plus come with it. Oh, that's nice. Nice little bundle. bundle. Yeah, yeah. You got to get the bundle. Yeah. yeah, sometimes they go and sell for Black Friday, so I might do that when they go. But all sales. these other, because every, every channel, them they put a plus on this shit now. Right. Yeah. So, and not that on price, the website, that, I'm on. that price is plus, too. <laughs> yeah, but then sometimes they'll put the shows that's on the Disney, or, or no, not on Disney Plus, but that's on the plus. They'll put it on regular TV. Like um BT did that. They had like the Miss Pat show on BT Plus, but now it's on regular BT. Really? I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. That's stupid though, because they can't curse on regular BT. So what the hell? They'd be I like you just get mo- the edited version, you get but the you still mother, get the show. Mother lover. <laughs> 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 That's the worst curse edit ever. Like mother Yeah, that's terrible. Nah, I mean, it kind of means it. You're loving? I don't know. Whatever. No, no, no. That's terrible. Um, but, yeah. Um, let me see. What else on shows? I know, see, you um, you catching up on uh, the morning show. I fuck with that. Yeah. That's, that's good. 
Um, I still got to get into uh, some new episodes of Tehran. Life been crazy, man. We all busy. You know what I'm saying? It's summertime yes. now. You know, sh- niggas is outside. It's a lot going on. Um, yep. So, you know, I'll get to it when I get to it. But uh, yeah, it is some good shows out there. Um, so shout out to all of them putting out good content. Because for a minute, you just had Netflix and Netflix been trash. <laughs> <laughs> Netflix give you give you one every every four or five months. You get an Ozark, you get a money heist or something, and then it's quiet for them. So um yeah. Adding on to the hysteria. Well, y'all went up, y'all went up on price, and then y'all gave us Cat Williams. Yeah, unhook, un, I'm unsubscribed to this shit, though. Well, here, so I actually got T-Mobile, so T-Mobile pays for it for me. So uh, shout out to T-Mobile for that, because you get Netflix on them as long as you're a customer. So I do fuck with oh, that. Oh, that's dope. That's yeah. that's really nice. Even it, even T-Mobile, with the price increase. Oh, see you on you ain't you say hey you better tap in now. It's you know good. why I ain't even tap in? You know why I ain't even tap in? Why? Because of the website I'm on. <laughs> I'm doing over here and got nothing to do with you doing over here. <laughs> but now, nah, see what you was about to say? I had to answer your question about, like, how do you feel? Okay, because look, this is something that happened to me the other day. And now I'm like, I can't sleep or nothing, right? So, um, we were asleep. It was like Saturday, like at 5 a.m. And typically I'm up at 5 a.m. on a Saturday, well, throughout the whole entire night because I'm feeding or whatever, right? So um, a person, about three people, came into our driveways and tried to open the car doors and stuff. Out of all, like in our neighborhood or whatever, they stole like two trucks and like uh like went into people's stuff and like ransacked their stuff. Now I have a camera. And so when you get near the house, it'll say like, it, like sometimes the wind be blowing and it'll go off. So I don't really pay attention to it. Just so happened, they came at like 5.15. I woke up at 5.30 and it was like person, like detective person is the text message that I got. So I'm looking, I'm like, what? Like what kind of crap they on? And I see the camera. And then when I wake up, uh, you know, my man, I'm like, yo, like somebody was in our driveway going inside, like trying to go inside the cars. And I always tell him like lock the doors or whatever, because he'll leave his car door open. He don't care. But me, I'm not from that type. I lock right. everything. Right. So he's used to living free and open. And that's not how life goes. <laughs> so anyway, they ended up doing like a major, like, you know, crime spree in our neighborhood. Like we was, it was open season over here. So I'm just saying, like, how do y'all feel about, you know, I kind of don't sleep because I feel violated. Like, I can't imagine, you know, somebody being that close to my personal property and me being right here, like right underneath my nose and me Mm -hmm. not being willing, like not being up and alert and able to defend my stuff. Um, I feel wow. like I got like you know like somebody touched me like somebody touched my butt 
Like <laughs> you violated me. <laughs> Not the booty bop. <laughs> yeah, you came up. <laughs> you massaged my chest real quick in front of my face. <laughs> <laughs> feel so violated and he's like well it happens like he doesn't care because he's what? like oh nah yeah not nah. like he understands crime because of like you know like where you right. work and all that right. other stuff that goes into his psyche he's like there's criminals out there i don't care like i got something for them if they come in here my thing is i don't care you start at my driveway and in Virg- like in virginia in the state of virginia you're not allowed to um shoot someone in your oh, driveway. it's not a stay. It's not a stand your ground state. It's not one of those. You can stand your ground, but if somebody like okay, say for instance, if somebody is is in my house and let's say I'm upstairs and they're leaving outside my door, their back is to me. I can't shoot them in the back. I get in trouble. But if they're coming towards me, I can shoot them in my house. So let's say a robber was walking out the house and my man was coming in and I'm walking downstairs. I can shoot him because he's opposing a threat to my, my guy, but I can't shoot if he's not opposing a threat to me. You get so what I'm saying? Is, is, um, is VA a Democratic or Republican state? It's a Republican state now. Okay. Uh, only reason why I was going to say, because, you know, them good old red states, you get that stay your ground. And you well, I think they've always been a Republican state, though, kind of. It's just we got a Republican governor i think yeah we did have a democrat governor. okay but well I'm just like no i i i, I think I, I think that um i understand that feeling um shit because that i don't have my to me. well i didn't have my car stolen before from in front of my house in jersey like so oh my god yeah that shit was <laughs> not the move i don't have my shit broken into stolen all kind of shit so um, I definitely know that feeling in terms of uh, people coming on your property, even, you know, that feeling of being violated. Like, I get the uneasiness about it because now you on super high alert, even more oh so now. Yeah. Um, now, were they, they like, they didn't get anything, did they? From like, nah, our shit okay. was blocked. They, they was just touching. And but stuff. no, they, but you know, they, but they do that. They've been doing that. They did that in my neighborhood as well. And like, are you familiar with the, uh, the next door app? Um, we don't have that. We just have a Facebook HOA page. Okay. Well, it's similar to that. It's similar to that. Cause mm-hmm. we got that too, but, um, it's pretty much like the same type of thing. And she actually was on it. I wasn't on it, but one day when she was on it, this was a few months ago and they were saying how like, um people were going around in the neighborhood just checking people's car doors to see if it was open mm-hmm. to see if they could get something so that's a thing that these young kids is doing and a lot and yes. somebody gonna get hurt they're gonna get hurt Pop. they're gonna you yes yes that's what i'm saying like yes. y'all and my thing is you're it's a camera first of all you cannot not see my camera my yeah. camera is facing you uh, it's down and so the fact that you were bold Whoa, enough yeah. to come up in my space and look at my camera and just be like, oh, all right, well, I'm still checking this out. That right there, yeah, that's what scares me about this world because you honestly, obviously you don't care. No, they don't care. <laughs> you really they don't, don't care. They don't so care. what I'm supposed to do? I'm just supposed to wait for you to come in my house and then I got to, you know, try to defend myself because if you're coming in my house, you're probably coming in with something too. 
You're not just going to come in bare. You would think. So, and, I, I mean, it'd be fair to assume, but shit, that I, I wouldn't advise it. I, exactly. I could say, I, I could tell y'all listening too out there, I wouldn't advise <laughs> that shit. I'm telling you now. <laughs> Fuck that. Just, I may not be the only one, but all right. <laughs> it just feels so bad like i just i just don't i can't get over stuff like that sometimes because it's scary to me that's the first time that i've been that close to something happening like that yeah um so that's why I'm easy. i mean it's, it's hard to know. even it's hard to even really give advice because you know you can only be as careful as you can be so like if you lock your doors i mean how much more careful you go you got the security camera um, I literally, literally today just um, upgraded my shit. So we got like more cameras. Well, they're going to install more cameras. Like, you know, so it's, I mean, outside of that, I don't know what else you can do. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it's one of those unfortunate situations. I guess the best, your best defense in your case is to make sure at least double or triple check that your doors is locked. But um, outside of that, it's really not anything you could do and just hope and pray that, you know, nobody ever gets face to face with any situations because that's when shit yeah. gets real. Because somebody's, it's, it's, it's not going to be And it's like scary situation. being home by yourself because if that happens and, you know, you're by yourself yeah. and you have to, that yeah. whole situation is what has, what's been going on. So I'm just like, I just want to go to work with you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I want to go everywhere I wanna, with you. <laughs> Siamese, I we, Siamese, we Siamese married couple. Granted, like if somebody overstepping their boundaries on your property, property that's one thing, but hey, the law, right? The law that damn near defends them is scary, scary too, no? Because mm-hmm. if yeah. the law was a little different, See, and they'd be like, ah, well, I wish oh, a motherfucker would. Chitty, chitty, bang, bang out there. Yeah. I See, in Georgia, like a sniper through the window. Like, in, in Georgia, she's stupid. <laughs> Not the sniper. Nah, but it would have been like that. In Georgia, we can we can do that. Like, if you come onto mm-hmm. our property unwarranted, then we have the license to do whatever we feel we need to do to defend ourselves. So, um, that is, good. yeah, that is a positive um you know about georgia but yeah that is scary because that was uh, that's what i always used to say about jersey you know in jersey there's no self-defense law for people who may not know so it's like mm-hmm. you can get a gun you can get licensed to get a gun but it's kind of not even worth it because you can't even fucking use the shit like <laughs> you can't you can use, use it in your home no if a nigga come in your house in jersey and you shoot him or her there is no self-defense law. You're going to jail. It's worse than where you at, see? Oh, yeah. I thought that you could shoot in your house. Nope. Around your house. Nope. Oh, I don't know. So that's why the I judge, been... the judge, the judge gotta override some and see like it make it like a justifiable, but the law, not... right. Yeah, the law doesn't permit you to be able to shoot anybody. Damn. That's what I said. Like, what the Just... what was the point of them having it if they the money. It's all about the motherfucking money. They're going to sell you. That's what I'm saying. It. They got gun ranges. They sell guns. They got pawn shops. You can buy yes. all day. But that's what I'm saying. You can't really. You, but that's why it's so important to know the law where you live. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's, it's important to know the law where you live. Um, because instances like this, 
you could be protected. Now, in your case, like, you know, hopefully that doesn't happen anymore. And even more so, hopefully nobody's ever face to face because, you know, I he may be a little more laxed in terms of the understanding of how criminals work and this, that, and the third. But I, you know, you know him, of course, a lot better than us, but I don't think if he saw the nigga, I don't think oh, he'd yeah. just be, you know what I'm saying? So we don't even nah, want to be- It wouldn't be like, oh, take it. Like, oh, Yeah, we don't want to put, we don't want nobody <laughs> to be even in that situation. Because I don't want to be in that situation. Nobody wants to be in those nah. type of situations. Like, that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? It's, this is, this is a, for a just in case. This is not to be cool. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. So. And that's the thing though. Like, I feel like they're setting up the world today. For yeah. that to be more common, like that's going to happen. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, like, in Georgia, know, this... they just passed the law a few weeks ago that said you don't even need a license for a gun no more. It's free for exactly. So you, you can know, just go and You could as long as you don't have any felonies, and as long as you don't have any mental health on your hit on your record within the last. It's like a recent thing too, like maybe within like the last two years, like being checked into like a mental mental institution or something like that. As long as those two things aren't on your record. And you're, I think, I don't know if it's 18 or 21. It might be 21. Um, yeah, you could buy a gun. You go anywhere, buy a gun, have a gun, carry a gun, anywhere that guns are permitted. So I think that that's twofold, right? Because on one side, you could look at it and say, oh, man, it's going to get crazy. Everybody's got guns. Everybody's going to start wilding. But on the other hand, you could look at it like maybe people might be more likely to chill because, you know, I got it, but you got it too. So we both got it. So ain't nobody really trying to die. So maybe it might make people think twice. So it depends on your perspective. I think I see it both ways, but I might, I, I choose to, to look at it more from like the even playing field perspective of like, yo, if everybody got it, you should maybe think twice before, you know, you pull out because it's, you know, it might get, it might get crazy for you. <laughs> yeah. That's you having a mature mind and hopefully more people think like you, but these little kids, they stupid. Yeah, you're right. You're right. They real dumb. You're right. They think um, they in the wild, wild west. Whoever could draw first, the winner. So yeah, yeah. That's how they play, and I don't play like that. I don't want to play. I want to go home. I yeah, I don't want to play. <laughs> <laughs> I don't no. even want to play the game, guys. Like, leave me alone. No. <laughs> yes. No, not for none. The little niggas got artillery. They don't even got guns. Yes. Like, yeah. You know, like when you watch the movie Juiced and when niggas brought that little ass pistol, <laughs> <laughs> the niggas ain't playing like that. The niggas, that little ass gun over there. That little six shooter. That's the juice. Yeah, you bring that gun that stealing them had in juice, the niggas will laugh at you, dog. The niggas will pull out some shit that you be like, what? That shit got a drum on it? What the fuck is that? <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, there be guns that you ain't even think can have a drum on it. You're like, wait. <laughs> yeah. Where'd you get that? Shit? They got all, and then they got the Glock switch. They got all kind of shit. They got a lot. Of, they got all shots. They yeah. got everything. Yeah, man. It's uh, yeah. It's 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 dangerous out Speaking here. So, of, uh, sawed all shots. Gunna is a uh, in jail until January twenty yeah. third. Yeah, he um, that I did see that he pled not guilty, but they denied his bail. They said he a commander in chief uh, for the game. He the command. Mm-mm-mm. Mm-mm-mm. So that's, I got that's nothing. Unfortunate. Yeah, I have is. nothing. It's just sad. Like 
Yeah. And this is like the worst time to get locked up because it's like about to be summertime. <laughs> I don't think it matters the season. <laughs> I'm just saying. I don't think the there's any. I don't think there's any day out of the 365 which is a good day. To go no, to I'm not saying it like that. <laughs> I wasn't saying it to be like, like it's that. better in November. Got, <laughs> <laughs> well, they got festivals and stuff. This is festival weather, like yeah. summertime. Yeah, now they was about to get money. Um, they make their money. Yeah, no, for exactly. sure. Because Young Thug had a um, he had a. Some kind of concert like series out here. Or something, right? No, well, he had he had like oh. his own. It was like Young Thug and Friends or something like that. That was out oh, here in Atlanta. Yeah. It's supposed to be in June, so needless to say, that's canceled. You know what I mean? Well, like yeah. it's uh. And he was supposed to be on Summer Jam this year too. Him and um, Gunner. See? Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like as far as like summer, I wasn't saying that. You thought, see, DJs. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'm mature and, and what on one thing. But <laughs> immature on other things. Fuck it. We're a work in progress. <laughs> I was trying to be funny. I'm just saying it's effing their money up because it's just like, yo, like, you know, can't even be on a, be on tour like that. Just pray for everybody. I don't like people being in jail like that. Work. Oh, did y'all talk about Nick Saban? Or y'all? Oh, we, we did not. No. Uh, well, so. Nick Saban is probably arguably the, the greatest coach in, in college football history. Um, and he's, he's, I mean, he's that guy, right? So he recently made comments about players that are now being able to be paid for their image and likeness um, in the NCAA. He made a comment basically accusing certain schools of paying a lot of money to their athletes to get top recruits. Jackson State was one of the schools that he mentioned. He threw, I think maybe Texas, was it Texas A&M or it was another school, I can't remember. Um, and I know Jimbo Fisher, remember. Jimbo Fisher came out and made some comments as well, but Deion Sanders wasn't here for the bullshit. Cause <laughs> he, he was like, um, we don't gotta, we don't gotta sell our people on playing for us like you know what i'm saying we don't got to do that we don't got to do nothing and not and not my whole thing is it just seems like nick saban is mad that the playing field is even like mm-hmm. they never had a problem before when they got the pick of the litter like yo y'all done won probably eight of the last 10 national championships you done got the top recruits for the last 20 years why all of a sudden when the top athlete in the country decides to go to a HBCU instead of your program or one of the power five schools or conferences. Now it's an issue. And I just feel like that's white privilege at its, at its finest. And, you know, I fuck with Nick Saban as a coach, but I don't fuck with that because that's some bullshit. So, you know, every so often white privilege is going to roar his ugly head. And that's just another example of that. Yes. It's just trying to muddy the waters, man. You know how that It's just hateration. Right. I just, I didn't appreciate that. Like, I was just like, why would you even say that? Didn't he say he was getting like a million dollars? And yeah. I was like, I don't even get paid a million. <laughs> right. Where, the, where, the hell they, where the hell is Jack? And this is obviously no shade, but where the hell is Jackson State going to get the budget to pay any one player a million dollars? Like, you sound exactly. nuts. Like, you sound he think, nuts. He probably think that, I mean, not to say it like that, but I'm sure Deion Sanders is not taking money out of his personal pocket to give the players. Like, I mean, who would, that's, it's not that deep. 
my thing is they don't understand culture. And a lot of the times these kids went to these schools because they felt like they had a better chance of making it to the league. Yeah. But now these kids have an insider that'll give them the knowledge that they need. And he speaks to them on in their language and their cultural way. Like, and on top of that, it, yeah, he did. That was wild. <laughs> Yeah, but, no, that um, wasn't wild. That was that was true. They need to have a couple other ones up there. They need no, to have I know, some- but I'm I, when I say yeah. it was wild, it it was it was left field in terms of being outside of the scope of something that seems to be like normal. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like Dolph was there, but that's Gillian what I was about to say. Rest in peace to like, Dolph. Like he 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 is yeah, pro culture, right? So mm-hmm. obviously, you know, he's an anomaly because he's the greatest at his position of all time, and he's that dude. But exactly. but even outside of Prime and Jackson State, what the thing is, is when you have all of these players who've been accused over the years of like taking money under the table or taking a car or taking this thing or whatever, it's because they weren't allowed legally to get money while in college, which was one of the biggest atrocities because they make the most money. Like these college programs and schools, they make hundreds of millions of dollars off of these kids back. But now the difference is what that's why I'm saying it evens the playing field. The difference is, all right, if I'm a if I'm a top recruit and I want to go to Clemson because I'm thinking about the TV time, I'm thinking about the amount of times I'm able to be exposed to the different scouts and, and everybody across the country, I'm getting that exposure. But on top of getting that exposure, now I'm able to to actually get money. So if I'm one of the top recruits coming out of high school. I can get a, a, an endorsement deal and I can actually keep money in my pocket. I can actually feed my family and mm-hmm. I don't have to now go to Clemson because outside of the TV time, it was about the money. Like that was the best chance to get to the money. But if I'm getting paid off of my image and likeness, now you can sell my jerseys. I'm getting money off of that. Or now I can have maybe commercials or endorsement deals or whatever. And I'm still getting that same type of visibility. So now I might feel more comfortable with being at an HBCU or being at a, a, a school that might be closer. Maybe I didn't want to move all the way across the country on the West Coast, you know what I'm saying, to go to Oregon if I'm from New York. Now I can go to, you know, uh Dale State if I wanted to and be a lot closer and still be able to have money. So that's what I mean when I'm saying it evens the playing field because it's the money aspect too. It's not just the visibility, but you know, again, that white privilege is going white privilege. Uh, maybe going, I just want to be around black people. Shoot. I mean for sure. If that's you what I'm saying. Been to HBCU, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You know, it is litty. Like you're not <laughs> going to sit here and tell me. That yeah, your school wasn't more fun. Huh? No, well, I have, I have, but that's only because I'm from the area. But and you know, I yeah, sure. You can have have fun, but it wasn't no comparison. It's not close. No, not close. My my sister graduated from that school, and one of my best friends attended that school. So I went when she was attending that school, and I'm just like, this is trash. Yeah, it don't got nothing on. My alma mater or any other HBCU for that matter. Like nothing. nothing. Every Friday at noon, there was a DJ outside <laughs> playing music. <laughs> like there was a class in session. And a lot of us skipped class. <laughs> to go hear the DJ. To, to hang out outside at 12 o'clock noon. Like we didn't have a whole uh report due 
If we outside in the yard, chilling. <laughs> Maybe he wanted to do that next Saban. Maybe if you go there, <laughs> you experience some good fried chicken and a good calf, then you'll understand. And it makes I'm me it makes me think of a, a old clip that just recently resurfaced of uh Kanye when this was back in like college dropout days when he was playing a beat for some white journalist guy. I don't even know who he is. Um, but he was just playing beats for him <laughs> and he was trying to explain what a dope ass beat was. And he was like, I'm sorry, what? He's like, oh, a dope ass beat. He's like, that beat, that's just a regular beat. But like a dope ass beat is like a Jesus Walks or something <laughs> like that. Like when that shit really hit. And like he played the beat and the, <laughs> he played the beat and the white man like jumped. He was like startled, like, whoa, it's loud. Yep. <laughs> That's the what we talk about. Yeah, the disconnection. No it, exactly. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> um, shout out Great to HBCU marching bands too, for the record. Mm-hmm. Cause that yeah. they got all the dope ass beats. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> You don't say. <laughs> Niggas playing Earth, Wind, and Fire. <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> shit! Go get the girl. Go get the buddy. They play that. Right. They play no regular songs. <laughs> right. They're definitely not playing uh, "Flight of the Bumblebee." <laughs> no. You don't. You don't say. But I'm just saying, you just got to stop with this hate, this this entitlement. I, I don't like stuff like that. I, I don't <coughs> like. That's why I really wanted to bring it up because I I hated that. That was nasty. Yeah. Work. You know you you, know, you think they're gonna be slipping Mickey's in the um endorsement deal? <laughs> Give me more, beloved. What you talking about? <laughs> I don't know. Like let's say like all right. You the top prospect high school. We're gonna give you an endorsement deal for whatever college you go to. But in the event that you go pro, we're gonna lock you in now. Like I'm just saying, maybe some future shit like that is what I'm saying. Not saying that it's oh, happening. Well, well I, I, I definitely believe that in any bit business deal negotiations, anything like that, the 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 person that's financing it more times than not is always trying to have the upper hand. So I'm sure they're gonna be different. You know. Um, clauses or or different things that they present that say do it this way, but that's where again now that you legally are able to receive money, you're legally you're legally able to um, to hire um, an agent and you know certain people to yeah. kind of be the liaison between. So I definitely think there might be some shady dealings, but that's in anything, right? So I mean that that's that comes with the territory about about the endorsement though. I don't know because certain colleges have their own endorsements with certain people, like right. um, Jordan in uh, North Carolina. So I don't know if you can say. Um, well, it's not the school know, though. So it's the it's the actual individual player. And be clear, this is not yeah, going to apply to everybody. You know, it's only going to no, be the I'm, best of the best anyway. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying as far as you're the top recruit, you can't say like to. If you go to a certain school and all they wear is Nike or whatever, mm-hmm. like say if you're a runner right. and they say, I want you to wear Nike when you run, you can't wear Nike when you run. You can't wear Nike socks if the team that you run for is like a Puma right, person right. or whatever. You can't do that. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying as far as like the endorsements are concerned. It would have to probably be um, something to where though it's like a little, not not like that. Like, yeah. whereas though it's like offset, like maybe you 
have a vitamin water or something. I don't know. Right, you know, right. like something like I get that. what you're saying. Uh, and I and again, I'm not sure. Um, y'all can look it up out there on your leisure. It's the NIL. Um, so y'all can look that up. But uh I just I'm just happy that it's finally gotten to a point where they're able to make some money because that that was yeah. one of the biggest tragedies in American sports. You know, them kids, they are the reason why y'all are generating these hundreds of millions of dollars. You know what I'm saying? And don't try to don't try to sell me on uh, the scholarship that you're giving me, because although, yes, our family is very, very grateful and thankful that you decided to pay for our education. Let's be very clear and honest. If I'm a basketball player and I'm a McDonald's All-American, chances are I got my sights on the NBA and I'm only going to go here for one year and then I'm out. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, let's not act like they care as much as you trying to make it seem about this education that you're paying for. Because I'm not here for that. I'm only here because you said I had to come here for a year. I would have came straight out of high school, but y'all blocked that. (laughs) You know what I mean? Because that education is stupid because you could pay for that when you get out of college if that's what i wanted to do right exactly for free but i mean it should be i'm saying it is free but i'm saying by the time you play for them you didn't pay for that education like five ten times over so you're not really getting anything out of it are you and and it really sucks because so many people have you know like i was watching that thing on netflix so many people have gone to jail because they had to you know sell games or whatever just so they could have money in their pocket, just so they could look, you know, like something or eat or whatever, you know, like the money that they give these athletes were sickening. They were stealing from them. And that just had been the way of life in the culture. So now you're saying, okay, we're going to give you the money and we're going to do this. But imagine all the people who missed out on that, who really could have changed their life and the trajectory of their lives. Cause there's some top athletes that went to these top schools and, just aren't even you know they could have made so much money they probably aren't even living the way that they would have liked to live if they didn't make it to the league because not everybody's going to be there it's just i don't know yeah i would i mean it makes it makes me think about because you know uh, as you're talking i'm just saying like you know yeah it's unfortunate but the world has changed a lot and the world is changing and it makes me think about weed and the way that we view weed in america Mm -hmm. now you know all of these people who are still in jail for weed charges, you know, or, you know, petty little weed charges. Now it's legal a bunch of places. New Jersey, which just became the most recent state um, less than a month ago to make it legal for recreational use. Like, so my thing is, it's so interesting how it could be legal in New York, legal in New Jersey, but as soon as you get to Pennsylvania or Delaware, it's illegal. You go to jail. It's like it's stupid. You know, if it's okay over here, then it gotta just be okay. Y'all told us that this was the gateway drug, and we, we was gonna be doing heroin and meth. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And now all of a sudden, yeah. it's just okay. You know, so it's like all of these different laws that they're changing. Yes, it's good that you're changing them, but right some of the wrongs that y'all did. Now I know I'm asking for a lot. I know, I know, <laughs> I know. But I'm just saying just being in, you know, lockstep with what you're saying in terms of people and and athletes that had to endure uh, maybe losing money or going to jail or whatever the case may be. But now they've changed the rules and now it's just all of a sudden okay. It's just like, you know, every time they figure out a way to tax it and make money off of it, they're going to do just like, they're going to do just that because this is a capitalist society. So, you know, I don't really know what the solution is. Um, 
get money, I guess. <laughs> that, that's the solution. <laughs> get paid. Facts. Uh, but no, on that note, <laughs> uh, we're going to get out of here. So just make sure everybody out there is telling a friend to tell a friend. And until next time, anything Rico. Pay young nigga, get paid. Whatever you do, just make sure you get paid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Crib so big that it came with a maid. Get paid, young nigga, get paid. Rule number one, get the money first. Rule number two, don't forget to get the money. Play by these rules and everything will be okay. Still in my trap, flipping my Frito legs. Go get the money, it ain't nothing else important. Rico music, Rico music, Rico music.